sex. Mm -hmm. You've joined me today to discuss sex. Uh, I'm joking. Well, for part of what I said, I'm joking. But welcome, welcome to Let's Grow in Love. This is the third episode of season four, and I've been enjoying making these episodes. You know, this season I committed to talking about the meaning of love and what love has meant for me and my journey with love because it's such an interesting thing. And I genuinely, truly believe that love is a powerful drug that we self create in our own loving states. Isn't that crazy? Yes, so thank you for joining me. Last episode, we talked about my earliest memory of love. I told you about my auntie Barbara. And yes, I call her auntie because in my Nigerian culture, you call everybody who's older than you auntie and uncle, but that's a whole different conversation. But hey, if you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for being here. I'm happy that you're here and I'm truly blessed that you are taking time out of your day to listen to me rant on about love. Love is really important to me. This episode and this season and this podcast is dedicated and made for people who honestly are in the process of discovering love for themselves, discovering love with other people, discovering love in general, or frankly just in a dating moment of life where they want to meet brand new people. Whatever it is your season of life is, I guarantee you that there is love in it, so this podcast is very much made for you, and I need you to do me a favour. I need you to stop, subscribe, share, talk about, comment, review, do whatever you need so we can get the word out there. I want to get this podcast to as many listeners as humanly possible, and I appreciate you for being here for that. So alright, let's move on. We're going to talk, I'm going to talk to you about intimacy, because in the last episode, when I talked about my first memory of love, I said in this episode we would talk about intimacy. So yes, sex is a part of intimacy, but I want to make it abundantly clear to people listening. Sex is not the only way that you can be intimate with somebody. Intimacy in itself is literally into me, I see. And that is an episode from my Say It To Nice, Say It To Me Nicely podcast that you should probably also go listen to. But intimacy is how you connect with somebody on a deeper level that isn't always physical and sometimes isn't always verbal. So when I recall my memory of intimacy, I want to share a couple of stories with you. So growing up as a child, I grew up with a Nigerian mum who unfortunately was raised in an era that was known to perpetuate men and domination of men in everything. So she grew up with the understanding that her parents drilled into her head that men are always right and in order to make it anywhere in life you need to act like a man, you need to be like a man, you need to do the things that you think a man would do. Now you can imagine how misleading that is, especially when the men in her life were probably also raised by women and weren't necessarily shown exactly what it is to be men. So obviously some of the men in her life were operating on the model of what they thought masculinity was and I will tell you as someone who grew up in that environment, toxic as fuck. So toxic. The Nigerian and the African mentality of masculinity is not correct, it's not right, it limits us to being able to explore and feel the true range of our feelings and emotions. I can't imagine going through life not being able to feel all of that, now at least. That's how it was raised, right? I was raised by a mum with that mentality, so for her, her view of masculinity was that men weren't affectionate, men didn't show drastic emotions, men did not cry, men did not 
not always want to be hugged and touched and then wanted to be left alone. So for the greater part of my childhood, there wasn't a lot of affection. And frankly, as what my therapist would, des- would describe to me today, there wasn't a lot of human decency. And human decency is respect. It is the things that you are owed to because you are also going through a shared experience in life with somebody else or the rest of the world, right? I talk very frequently about how there are 7 billion people in this world, and that means that our reality is literally spliced into 7 billion plus realities. There is not just one reality. So, growing up, I had a very limited view of what affection meant, and in my head, as I got older, as puberty came, I thought that sex was the shit. I thought, wow, what a great way to connect and what a great way for somebody to show you that they care about you and they love you because sex is so intimate, right? You are doing things and talking and experiencing each other in a way that not everybody else in the world gets to. So in my head, I thought, wow, this is so special. So as a kid growing up, I lost my virginity at... 13, 12, I don't remember, I was really, really young, (laughs) yeah, so when you don't grow up with affection, and you get to a stage in life, and you're introduced to women of the other sex, or you're introduced to people of the other sex, you are more susceptible to falling for somebody showing you basic human kindness, so for you, that could mean that a compliment goes a really, really long way, because frankly, your foundation didn't compliment you, they didn't tell you you were beautiful, they didn't tell you you were smart, they didn't tell you that you were capable of anything, they didn't show you the type of affection that when you got in the future, wouldn't change your life. So very young, I started having sex. No understanding or clue of what sex was, I just thought it was a thing that you did and that you had a lot of fun doing it. And in my head, that was the only way that you could show affection or be intimate with somebody. I missed the key and critical factors of being able to talk about how I felt about someone and knowing that that was intimacy. I missed that a hug could be intimate. I missed that just listening could be intimate. I missed that being in the same physical space could also be deeply intimate because unfortunately I didn't really have that. It got to a stage in my life where I thought that the only way I could connect to somebody on an intimate level was physically. And so when I would date, I would place all of the priorities or the importance of how well we were doing in our relationship based off of how physical that relationship was. And my goodness, is that a recipe for disaster? Because life ebbs and flows. If you're in a relationship right now and you find yourself with your partner who is just not as sexually active or as sexually interested in you as they were when you first met, I want to tell you that is normal. It is okay, right? When you're in a relationship, the excitement and the dopamine levels that are released in your brain are quite similar to food. If you think about the satisfaction you got from something the first time, the more you do that, the less satisfaction you have, or the more you need to do, or the types of novelty you need to introduce in order to change that up. If you don't know what novelty is, I'm going to tell you. Novelty is changing things up, and once you understand that, it is a great recipe for spicing up your relationship, right? So if you're used to having sex a particular type of way, or you're used to being intimate with your partner in a particular type of way, and you've noticed that they aren't as excited or or not receiving it as well as they normally do, then it might be time for you to spice things up and change it a little bit. 
So, in my introduction to intimacy and affection, yes, in my head I only thought intimacy and affection was, was purely sexual, was physical, was sex driven, and if you didn't have sex then your relationship was failing. I remember one of my last relationships. The level of intimacy that we experienced was mind-blowing because I was at a stage in my life where I was doing therapy, I was finally learning to understand what my feelings and emotions were, and I started learning as part of understanding those feelings and emotions, you can tap into what it is you actually need from your partner or from other people. You know what's interesting? If you grow up thinking or being told to be self-sufficient that you don't need anybody you might grow up to be the best lover in the entire world you grow up to be the best lover in the whole wide world you give your partner the entire world but you never get that in return because you can't give it to yourself and you won't let anybody do it for you so yes after a while it's fun (laughs) you're giving your partner everything they want but your needs aren't getting met that's a whole different episode Maybe next time we'll talk about that. But, for my intimate experiences, I learned a couple of things. I learned that one, sex is not the only way to be intimate with your partner. There are so many other ways that you can explore intimacy with your partner that truly go a long way, right? If intimacy is into the IC, then what ways can you see your partner through the lens of love that you know that you have for them, right? That could be getting yourselves alone time, alone quality time to truly get to know each other. That could be other acts that help you explore each other's bodies that aren't always resulting in sex. That could be shared experiences that are private to you both. That could be writing letters to each other. That could be just being in each other's preference or in each other's spaces. Intimacy is such an amazing and powerful tool for love. When it is used correctly, it is such a great tool to connect to your loved one and to get to know them and experience things that truly build memories in your mind. So my first interaction with sex, clearly I learned this lesson and it took me years to learn this lesson. So if you're listening to this episode right now, there's one thing I want you to take away and that is in order to be truly, truly intimate with anybody else, you must be intimate with yourself. You must understand yourself so intimately that you can then communicate that intimacy to somebody else who is in hope to find you. If you're listening to this, thank you. I'm trying to make these a lot longer because I've read some comments wanting to hear these drone out for a bit longer, so I'm trying my best to make this as long as possible. But in the next episode, when you tune in, let's talk about the nice people, the nice guys and the nice girls. I'm going to share with you my personal experience with being a nice guy and what that has meant for me, because it's really, really interesting. And if you are somebody who says, I love, I just love too much and I never get my needs met, or you are somebody who has noted in your life that it's hard to meet your needs, then this episode, this next episode, is for you. Tune in, stay safe, take care, and until next time, my people, good luck.